The following podcast is a presentation of the PTB Media Network. What's up, Liga Tres fans? What's up, my people who believe in Pudu football? Welcome to another episode of your favorite spinoff here on the Mr. Benfica podcast feed. It's none other than Liga Trej and English. It's been a little while. I know it has been uh, it's been about a month, I want to say, since the last time I talked Liga Trej. Maybe even a little bit more. We've got a number of rounds to talk about tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about rounds three, four, five, and six. So we got a lot. We got to fly. And still, we've got Taça de Portugal action also to talk about because there are so many teams still in the Taça de Portugal. All right. The third round draw just took place earlier this week. We'll talk about that as well. And um, yeah, this is this is the best part of the Taça also early on when everybody's in there and the big guys play the little guys. And that's just uh, my favorite part of the Taça. So we got a lot to cover and I don't want this episode to run very long. So we are going to fly through it. Okay, we are going to go right back to Round number three in the Liga 3 in the third division of Portuguese football. All the way back to August the 18th, to be exact. It's Sporting Covilhã taking on Atletico. This one finishes 1-1, to a goal from Atletico. Open the scoring. Uh, it was David Silva putting, uh, putting Atletico in the lead. And then Chico Cardoso. Equalized for Sporting de Cuvillan. 1-1 in the mountains. The next day, Saturday, August the 19th. Lusitania La Rosa 2. Viennese 1. Caldas Sport Club 1. Alverca 0. This was a early season tear for... or It was an early season just... Uh, yeah, tear through the competition for Caldas' striker João Tarzan Rodrigues as he scored a number of goals in the first couple of weeks. Caldas pick up their first win of the season there in round 3, 1-0 over Alverca. And then Peru Pinheiro pick up their first win of the season as well on Saturday, August the 19th. 2-0 winners at home to fellow promoted side Primeiro Dezembro. Goals in this one from João Hilario and from Chiquinho for Peru Pinheiro. Move to Sunday, August the 20th. We're going up north. We got Faf taking on Verzin. Verzin reloaded. They survived their relegation scare last season. They got Vitor Pineda as their manager. And they are looking to fight to go up once again. And on the this day, they travel to Faf. Not a very long trip. And uh, it's a share of the spoils as both teams come out with a point. Nil and nil, Faf and Verzin in the University City. Academica taking on Amora, a match that was marred by uh, ascending off of Amora's Felipe Mayu. He was sent off in the 56th minute, but that didn't stop the side from the Marjane Sul from taking the lead in the 80th minute. Miguel Montenegro puts them ahead, but then the students come back with their striker. And I'm going to say this name all season long unless he gets a transfer out of, out of the division. No question. So get used to hearing Juan Pereja. For Academica, he levels, and this one finishes 1-1. One, one. To the to the Aveiro district, it's Anadia taking on São Joãoense. The visitors from São João de Madeira get two goals from Marcel Santos. Well, Andrezinho adds one for Anadia, but it's not enough. In the, in the final minutes, Marcelo Vilela sent off for Anadia. This one finishes Anadia 1, São Joãoense 2. Braga B, the Baby Bishops, hosting Trofense, a relegated side from the second division, from the Liga 2. And this day belonged to the Baby Bishops. Jan Said opened the scoring in the 39th minute in the second half. 12 minutes to play. Luis Nalvu makes it 2-0 for Braga B. Three points at home for Braga B in this one. Braga B 2, Trofense 0. Canelas hosting Felgadas. Remember how strong Felgadas was last season uh, through the beginning and middle of the season, really up until the promotion phase, and then they hit a wall in those final six matches. Well, they are off to another start here. They absolutely destroyed Canelas on their home pitch, and I'm sure there is nobody short of Canelas fans uh, upset about this. 
Uh, I've talked about them before and how just about everyone feels about it. The score sheet was all ice. I swear the scorekeeper ran out of ink in this one. Miguel Pereira with three goals for for Felgatas. He gets the hat trick, but he's not even the man of the match here because Tambel Monteiro scores four. He picks up a poker for Felgatas. Nuno Moreira adds one for himself. Canelish living up to their reputation a bit as Luan Almeida and Vinicius were both sent off. This one finishes Canelish nil, Felgatas eight. Yes, that's right. Canelish nil, Felgatas eight. Ouch. In Alcushit, it is a Sporting B taking on Oliveira da Hospital. And you get a goal from Tiago Freira and another one from Miguel Menino for the Baby Lions. And it's a routine victory for the side from Alcushit as Sporting B win 2-0 over Oliveira da Hospital. Next round, we're going to round four now. And it is Friday, August the 25th. Verzin playing at home to Lusitania La Rosa. The team that was almost relegated versus the team that was promoted to the league. And um, like I said, Verzin is off to a much better start this season. Gonzalo Philippe opens the scoreline in the 23rd minute, making it 1-0 Verzin. In the 29th minute, six minutes later, La Rosa have an opportunity to pull level, but Fabio Forch misses from the penalty spot. In the second half, Mustafa Sangare doubles the lead for Verzin. And then Vasco Braga closes it out in the 86th minute. 3-0 win for the side from the Pavua for the Pavuerush as Verzin win 3. Uh, sorry, Verzin 3, Lusitania La Rosa 0. Saturday, August the 26th, Viana do Castelo is the location. Vianes versus Trofens and the recently relegated side. In a match that was marred also by sendings off. This one did not finish 11 on 11. It didn't even finish 10 on 10. This one finished 10 on 9. But in the 45th minute, plus 3 at the end of the first half, Thiago Andrea puts the side from from Trofa ahead. Trofense picks up a goal there in the first half. In the second half, Vienes sees Sandro Costa sent off in the 87th minute. But then uh, Trofense does them a favor as their player Pipu is sent off in the 90th plus 2. Followed by Vianense's Ruka being sent off one minute later. This one finishes 10 versus 9. But the only numbers that matter is the final scoreline. Vianense 0, Trofense 1. Moving on uh, to the Tapadinha Athletic Club de Portugal hosting Sporting B. And Sporting B continuing their fine form early on in the season. Uh, Tiago Ferreira does miss a penalty in the 15th minute for the Lions. But then 27th minute, it is Rafael Nel putting Sporting B ahead. In the second half, Diogo Cabral comes on. And he ices the match with a goal in the 62nd minute. This one finishes Athletic 0, Sporting B 2. And to Ribatejo, it is Alverca taking on Peru Pinheiro. And Alverca needing a win, of course, as Luis Cordoso gets on the score sheet in the 25th minute. Peru Pinheiro helps, <laughs> helps uh, Alverca out here uh, as they see their guy Roger sent off in the 36th minute for accumulation of yellow cards. João Costa then makes it 2-0 for the Ribajanos in the 39th minute. And João Costa doubles his tally in the 85th to make it 3-0 for Alverca. And just when you think it couldn't get worse for Peru Pinheiro, they have Kennedy Oliveira sent off in the 86th minute. They finish with nine men. This one finishes 11 on nine. And it finishes Alverca three, Peru Pinheiro nil. In the Margem Sul, Amora hosting Caldas as the home side take the lead early. Oquara, Charles Oquara to be exact, puts Amora in the lead. But in the 35th minute, it is João Tarzan once again stepping up and this time converting a pen in the 35th minute, making it 1-1. André Pech uh, puts Caldas ahead in the second half off a set piece. He gets on the end of a set piece and heads it into the goal as he puts the Pelicans ahead 2-1 to one at that point, but in the next quarter of an hour, with, with, with a quarter of an hour to play, I should say, José Gata converts a penalty for Amora. This one finishes 2-2 in the Margen Sul. It is Amora 2, Caldas 2. Each team takes a point in that one. Back up north, Braga B hosting recently humiliated Canelish. 
And this one goes down to the wire. Canelo's looking like they were going to rebound and steal a point here until the 90th plus 5. Jean-Marie Martis would get his uh, would get his goal here in the 90th plus 5. And Braga B rescue all three points late at home. Felgatish hosting Anadia fresh off their 8-0 win. Perhaps they came in a little bit complacent because Anadia take the lead thanks to Patrick in the 13th minute. From the penalty spot, Gustavo Moura will then double Anadia's lead in the 39th. But just before halftime, Bruninho makes it. Uh, he cuts the lead in half, makes it 2-1 to one as he tallies for Felgatish in 1932. Halftime comes and goes, and in the second half, it's Anadia with another penalty. Yes, they get two penalties in this match. Alvarinho steps up this time. He converts 81st minute, making it 3-1. And then Tumble Monteiro, uh, the guy who had a poker the week before, adds to his total here in the 90th plus 4. He makes it 2-3. But that is as close as Felgatish will get. Felgatish beaten at home by Anadia. A bit of a shocker there as uh, the side from the from the Avedo district travel up north, further north, and they end up taking all three points back home with them. We head over to the Coimbra district for a Coimbra derby, at least a district derby. Uh, it is Oliveira Hospital hosting Academica, this one. Uh, would see the students go ahead first. Vasco Gomes uh, would score in the 33rd minute, but then Oliveira Hospital uh, would, would, would be given... A bubble of oxygen, if you will, uh, a second a second wind when Academica's Alice Eilson Tavares would be sent off in the 38th minute. And in the second half, it is it is uh, Academica doing themselves in. Their own player, Miguel Rodriguez, will redirect the ball into his own goal, giving their neighbors Oliveira do Hospital a precious point in this one. It finishes Oliveira do Hospital 1, Academica 1 in this Coimbra derby. We move back to the Sintra district. It is Primate Zembro hosting Sporting de Covilhã. And the, the Lions of the Mountains travel south and they travel well. 49th minute, Gilberto uh, converts a penalty and Sporting Covilhã take the lead. Six minutes later, Zé Tiago doubles the lead for Sporting de Covilhã. That is how this one would finish. Sport uh, Primeiro de Zembro, nil. Sporting Covilhã, two. São João de Madeira is where we go next. It is is São Joãoense taking on Faf, and it was it was actually the visitors taking the lead early. Pedro Ribeiro would score in the 14th minute, but before that, Aliu Ronaldo of São Joãoense would have been sent off. Get this in the second minute of the match. São Joãoense play down a man for 88 plus minutes, and it when when all things indicated that Faf should get the victory here. Uh, after the 90th minute, 90 plus 2, Saint-Joanès rescues a point against the odds. Daniel Marx will find the back of the net for the Alvinegros, and you have a share of the spoils going to each. This one finishes Saint-Joanès 1, Faf 1. And that was it for that round number 4. And then we had round 5 going next. And before a pause for the Portuguese Cup, of course, uh, round five we had we had Anadia hosting Braga B in the Aveiro district, and Anadia continuing their good form, their good run here. Gustavo Moura would open the scoring in the 11th minute. Marcelo Vilela doubling it in the 63rd. Andre Laximikant would pull one back for Braga B before Mathiola would close it out in the 90th plus 2 for Anadia. This one finishes Anadia 3, Braga B 1. Next day, Sunday, September the 3rd, you have Saint-Jonas hosting Felgatish. And it looks like Felgatish bounce back from their defeat as they go into Saint-Jean de Madeira. And they have a convincing victory. They do start off by missing a penalty. However, in the 37th minute, Bruninho steps up. Bruninho misses. Second half, Felice Vaj opens the scoring for Felgatish. 69th minute. And then Edwin Banguera would double the lead in the 86th. Two minutes later, Miguel Pereira puts it out of reach. This one finishes. Sonjones, nil, Felgatish, three. Atlético Clube de Portugal taking on Primeiro de Dezembro. 
in the Tapadinha. And Atletico will uh, rebound here as Diogo Santos opens the score sheet in the 40th minute for for uh, the side from Al- Alcantara, if I'm not mistaken. That's where they're located. I believe that's the, the section of Lisbon that they're located in. Uh, they they take the lead 1-0. They carry that into halftime in the second half. David Silva. No, not that one. Not David Silva. David Silva. Uh, he doubles for Atletico. First in the 84th, then in the 90th, plus 2. This one finishes Atletico 3. Primeiro Dezembro, nil. Faf hosting Lusitania La Rosa. Faf on a little bit of a roll. They They picked up a few decent results, but on this day... It didn't start well. Right off in the first minute, Nuninho puts La Rosa ahead. Lusitania La Rosa take that 1-0 lead into halftime. They come out in the second half ready to put this match away. And in the 57th minute, Diogo Pereira doubles the lead before Ruben Gonçalves puts it out of reach in stoppage time. 90 plus 3 for Ruben Gonçalves. This one finishes 5-0. Lusitania La Rosa 3. Caldas facing Oliveira do Hospital at O Campo da Mata. And another good crowd for Caldas in this one. But the, again, they struggle. They fall behind early here as Nathan puts Oliveira do Hospital in the lead in the seventh minute. But the youngster Miguel Rebelo pulls Caldas level in the 20th minute. And that's how this one would finish. 1-1 one one is your final score. Caldas 1, uh, Oliveira do Hospital 1. Canelas hosting Vianes. Canelas managed to uh, regain some of their pride, regain some of uh, of their momentum after taking a beating two weeks earlier, two rounds earlier, I should say. But it didn't start well for Canelish as Viennese came in and took the lead. Jordan Cardozo, 32nd minute, puts the visitors ahead in the 35th minute. Agustinho Carvalho, a nice first name there. He puts he puts uh, Canelish level. It's 1-1. And then eight minutes later, before the end of the first half, Alex Tunk, their main scorer, steps to the penalty spot and converts. Canelish take a 2-1 lead into halftime. And Canelish see out that 2-1 result. They will win this one 2-1 over VNS. Pedro Pinheiro hosting Amora. And Pedro Pinheiro... He gets the lead here as Francisco Bastos would score for them in the 38th minute. They would hold that lead through the first half, but in the second half, 62nd minute, Celso Sidney steps up, and Celso Sidney puts Amora on the board. It's now 1-1. Peru Pinheiro are awarded a penalty, and in the 68th minute, Miguel Rodea steps up. Miguel Rodea converts. Piro Pinheiro take the lead 2-1, but in the final quarter of an hour, the side from the Margin Sul uh, will, will complete the Revira Volta, if you will, as Filippo Mayu, Filippe Mayu, excuse I always want to say Filippo because his next his second name ends in a no, but it's Felipe Mayu would would uh, level it for Amora in the 77th in the 81st minute. It's João Oliveira putting the side. From the Margin Sul ahead, I keep calling him that, I know. Uh, I, I love saying that. Uh, João Oliveira puts Amora ahead 3-2, uh, and they will win this one. 3-2 uh, is your final result to Amora. Sporting Cuvillan hosting Alverca in the mountains. And it is the Ribadjanus that get uh, the hot start at 38th minute. Venac puts Alverca ahead. Second half, Vitinho doubles the lead for Alverca on the road. This is a bit of a shock result. Uh, Covillon will try to rescue it late. And in the 90th plus 8, João Vasco will get his name on the score sheet and cut the lead in half. But that's as close as they're going to get. It is Sporting Covillon 1, Alverca 2. Sporting B hosting Academica at the at Alcushit, and you have the Baby Lions hosting the students, and it is in fact the students who get the hot start here. Tiago Vega scores for Academica one nil early, but Manuel Mendoza pulls Sporting B level within ten minutes of that. They go to halftime one one. In the second half, fifty third minute, it's Francisco Ferreira putting Academica back ahead. On the road, they could have closed it out in the 90th, but Juan Perea steps up and Juan Perea misses his penalty. It doesn't end up coming back to get him, though, because this one finishes Sporting B1, Academica 2. Trofense hosting Verzin 
in the northern section, and it, this one ends nil-nil. Nothing to talk about there as uh, a share of the spoils to each. We move on to, I'm losing count here, but I think this is round five now. Six, round six underway now. There was another, uh, there's another Tasso week in between here. Uh, round two of the Tasso was played in between these two matches. And you have, actually, I, I stand corrected. Round two was played after these matches. All right, it's round six, Friday, September the 15th. Braga hosting San Jones, and it is Braga taking care of business. Roger Fernandes, Andrea Laximikant, Jan Said, and Kwan Kelvin with the goals for the Baby Bishops, while San Jones would get one from Marcelo Santos. Tough, tough start to the season for San Jones. It's Braga B4, San Jones 1. Saturday, September the 16th, Lusitania La Rosa hosting Trofens, Lusitania La Rosa. Fighting hard. They thought they had won it in the 90th minute after a Miguel Vinagre own goal put them ahead. But four minutes later, Simu Kome uh, for Trofense pulls them level. And each team will take a point out of La Rosa. This one finishes. Lusitania La Rosa 1, Trofense 1. Verzin Canelage in the Pava. And uh, again, an own goal early as Bruno Pareto would redirect the ball into his own goal. Uh, heartbreak for Canelage there. Uh, you can probably hear the sympathy in my voice. <laughs> Verzin take the lead in the third minute, but Verzin squandered the lead. 61st minute, Samuel makes it 1-1. That's how this one finishes, 1-1 between Verzin and Canelas. Yes, Viana Castel is our next destination. Viana, Vianis, excuse me, hosting Anadia. And Anadia just doing what they've been doing this season. This time, it's Thiago Leite with the double. He scores in the 28th and the 87th. Between that, between those two goals, I should say, uh, Vianis does uh, pull level for a little while in the 51st minute. Igarpe would pull the side from Vienna the Cristel uh, level, but in, like we said in the 87th minute, Thiago Leite Finishes it off. Puts Anadia ahead to stay. This one finishes VNS 1. Anadia 2. Felgadish hosting Faf. And it would be an 85th minute winner in this one for Tambo Monteiro. Man, I have said that name a lot in this episode already. Felgadish 1. Faf nil. Your final in that one. Sunday, September the se- September 17th in front of over 6,800 fans. This was actually the 6th most uh, attended match in all of Portugal on that weekend. It was it was higher than all but three first division matches. It was the fifth, excuse me, fifth most attended, higher than than all but three first division matches and one second division match. I'm talking Academica versus Caldas, and uh, Caldas looking to to get some momentum. At this point, they were reeling off of their uh, off of their. Tasa elimination. They were eliminated in the first round of the Tasa. I'll get to that in a moment. But Luis Marcelino would put Caldas ahead in the 57th minute. And they go to Coimbra. They go to the Municipal Stadium. And they shock the students here. Caldas on the road with a 1-0 victory. A much-needed 1-0 victory for José Valas' side. And... Um, they they move in and within despite their struggles within one round they go from eighth to third with this win as Caldas leapfrog a whole bunch of teams but they're also tied with a number of teams as well with nine points right now in uh in the southern section. Alverca hosting Atletico. It would be uh, Alverca taking the lead in the 25th minute. It is João Costa, but in the 47th minute. Alverco would see Luis Cardozo sent off. Now Atletico with the man advantage. Would pull level in the 70th thanks to Balotelli. This kid, I've seen him play a few times now. This is a talented young player. And he manages to pull Atletico level here. And that's how this one finishes. Alverco 1, Atletico 1. In the Margen Sul, Amora versus Sporting the Covillan. A uh, long trip for from Cuvillan to uh, Amora and Celso Sidney. I'm gonna. That's the second time, at least, that I've said his name. Now, he pulls Amora ahead in the sixth minute, but in the 54th, Adakole Benedict for Sporting the Cuvillan pulls level. Vasco Coelho would be sent off for Cuvillan in the 90th plus two, but it would not. Uh, it would not hurt them too much, although they were looking for the victory. This one ends 1-1 a share of the spoils to each team. 
Oliveira do Hospital versus Peru Pinheiro. And uh, it was an eventful first half hour. And then after that, it kind of died down a little bit. But Oliveira do Hospital, the hosts, would take the lead thanks to Adjule Dafe in the 25th minute. But then Sidney Osei would level for Peru Pinheiro. This one finishes 1-1 in the Coimbra district. We move to Sintra, 1st Dezembro, hosting Sporting B. And it would be Shikulamba scoring for Sporting B, putting them ahead in the 20th minute. And that was all they were going to need in this one. Finishes from 8 Zembru nil. Sporting B won. Let's uh, look at the table now. As we start in the north in, zo- in Seri A, Zona A, whatever you want to call it. Felgadej lead with 13 points right now. One better than second place of And then look at promoted side. Lusitania Lorosa in third place right now on 11 points. And creeping into the into the promotion places despite an 8-0 defeat. I'm talking about Canelish 2010. They have 10 points from 6 matches. Anadia right behind them with 9, as is Braga B. Then there's a little bit of, of space when you get to 7th place. Trofins with 5 points. 8th place. Faf with five points. Saint-Jonin struggling there in ninth right now with four points. And at the bottom of the northern section, it is Viennese with three points. In the south, you've got Sporting B uh, with 12 points leading right now. Sporting Couvillant one point behind them with 11. Caldej right now in third with nine. Uh, they share that third place, at least in theory, um, with those nine, with nine points alongside uh, Atletico and Academica, all three of those teams with nine points. Sixth is Alverco with eight. Seventh is Oliveira Hospital with seven points. Amora right now in eighth with six points. And then Peru Pinheiro are ninth with four. And Primeiro Dezembro right now in the basement, but also with four points, not much separating these teams. Moving now to uh, the next round of fixtures. Coming up this weekend, it starts actually by the time you're listening to it, it starts today. It's a Friday kickoff, 6 p.m. local time. Felgadej hosting Braga B. Then on Saturday, September the 30th, you got Atletico hosting Amora. Peru Pinheiro hosting Academica. Uh, Primeiro Zembro hosting Alverca. And Sporting B hosting Caldas at Alpshit. On Sunday, October the 1st, you have Faf hosting Trofense, Canelas hosting Lusitania La Rosa, Saint-Jonens hosting Viennese, Sporting Covillan hosting Oliveira do Hospital, and Anadia hosting Verzin. That is your round seven fixtures, and that is uh, your report for Liga 3 for this episode. As, uh, as you know... Like I said, we just flew through four rounds, I think, of results. Um, but the stories are starting to develop. Lusitania La Rosa is a big story coming up from from the fourth division, from the Campeonato Seniors. And right now, just a couple points out of first place in the north. Uh, Verzin back up where they belong. They've started well. So has Felgadesh and so has Anadia. Those are some of the big stories in the north and the south. Uh, Sporting B are really the, the story to start off. Um, getting a real good start to the season this year. And the, the South is a little bit closer together. So I'm sure over the coming weeks we'll start to see them spread out. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. When I come back, we're going to talk Taça de Portugal before we say goodbye to this edition of Liga 3 em Inglês here on the Mr. Benfica podcast feed. I'm the Mr. Mike Agostinho, and if you don't know that by now, make sure you give me a follow on Twitter at M-I-K-E-A-G-O-S-T-I-N-H-O. That's at Mike Agostinho on Twitter M-I-K-E-A-G-O-S-T-I-N-H-O. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Liga 3 English. We're going to step outside the league for a little bit here uh, because of all of our all of the teams in the in the league, I, I almost said all of our teams. So yeah, all of our teams, because everybody listening's got their own team here. Uh, they all entered the Portuguese Cup this year. Some in the first round, some entered in the second. Some are still playing here in the third. Some were in the third place draw. So I'm gonna just run down the results of the first two rounds of the Portuguese league, and then I'm gonna read you the draw for round number three. Here we go, all the way back to September the 11th. All right, round one began. And it was Sintrense, 2-0 winners at home over Opradio de Lagoa from the Azores. 
Anadia would lose on penalties after a 2-2 draw with Saint-Jornens. Two Liga 3 teams right there met battling each other. And Saint-Jornens would win 6-7 on penalties to advance to round two. Union Michelens, another team from the Azores. How would you like that Azorian pronunciation there? Union Michelens over Alcuchutens, uh 1-0 in, in Saint-Miguel. Valadares Gaia, 4-0 victors over Tor Moncorvo. And then Fornos del Gordores were 5-0 uh, doormats, if you will, at home to Oliveira do Hospital. But the Liga Tres side goes in there and beats the team from the district leagues uh, pretty handedly 5-0. Flograd FC beats the historic Beta Mar. Beta Mar right now, um, I believe, playing in the CNS in the Campeonato Nacional de Seniors, the fourth division. Uh, they're beaten three to one here by Flor Grand, Flor Grad, excuse me, FC. Uh, moving on, you have Lusitano de Vild Moinhos hosting Tosha, and Tosha were two nil victories. Now a battle of Liga Tres South sides. Pedro Pinheiro hosting Caldas. I I already explained that Caldas were eliminated in the first round this year, which is a drop off from what they've done in the past seasons in this competition. Um, Last year, taking Benfica to penalty kicks in the third round. This time, they go out in penalties in the first round. That is penalties for you. Pierre after a 1-1 result. Uh, Caldas did take the lead in this one, too. They got ahead in extra time, 1-0. Pierre would pull level at the end of, of uh, extra time in the 120th minute. And then Pedro Pinheiro would win 5-3 on penalty kicks, adv- advancing to round two. Ujvila Novence would host Sporting Pumbal and Sporting Pumbal 2 0 winners on the road here. Lusitania Larosa, another team from, from uh, Liga 3, hosting Sport Club de Regua. And Lusitania Larosa have no mercy for Sport Club Regua as this one finishes 10 0. Porto Santens versus Gondomar in Madeira in Porto Santo, in beautiful island. Uh, part of the archipelago of Madeira finishes nil nil, and it's four two on penalties to Port Sant Ens. The Madeirans advance. Trajus Montes uh, side Montalegre that we saw last season in the Liga Tres, now playing in the CNS. They travel to face Mondinense in this first round, and the Trajmontanos win two nil on the road. Vila Real, another uh, Trajmontano side, hosting Ribeirão, and Ribeirão go into Vila Real and win. 2-0 on the road. Rebordelo hosting Uj Sandinense, and it's Uj Sandinense with a 3-1 victory in that one. Vianense of our league travels to Aliage Lordelo, and Vianense pick up a 3-1 victory on the road. Historic club, Sport Club Salgueiros. No, I know it's a, it's a reformed club, but you know what I mean. It is Salgueiros. Uh, they are 2-0 winners over Football Club de Foge. Rebordosa Athletic Club 2-1 winners over ADC Lobão, while Union Santarém played in Liga 3 two seasons ago. They were 6-0 winners over Proença Nova. Padernense versus Serpa, and Padernense will be eliminated at home by Serpa after extra time. This one finished 2-1 to the visitors. Lusitânio de Evra uh, nearly got promoted to the Liga 3 last season. They got to the final stage but could not get themselves over that line. They went 2-0 at home to Comercio e Industria while their rivals and neighbors Juventud Evra 3-0 winners at home as well against Grupo Desportivo de Portel. Atlético Reguengos would, would uh, host Quateirense Sad and Quateirense Sad win 2-0 in that one. Alverca from the Liga 3 would win 13-0 here. No mercy for them as well. Over Gavionensis uh, in Ribatejo. Loletanu, the Algarvian side, beats Immortal 1-0 in Algarve in Lole. Sorry, is Loletanu in, in... Yeah, I believe it's in Algarve. I could be wrong. Sometimes the geography, uh, I confuse. Some of these cities and towns have very similar names, and I sometimes confuse one for the other. But if I'm not mistaken, Loletano is in Algarve. They're 1-0 winners 
regardless. Aminez uh, hosting Benfica Castelbranc and Benfica Castelbranc seven nil victors on that day. They advanced to group two to round two, excuse me, as well. Castrenense one nil winners over Pinedo Gordo, while Alquidão da Serra three and two winners after extra time over Torres Novas. Amora eight nil winners over Vitória do Pico. Uh, aside from the Margem Sul, which I point out every time I say Amora, I know it's a habit. They advance here to round two, a comfortable 8-0 win. Real Sport Club, remember them from last season. They would host in Queluz, uh, Desportivo Umoscavid. Umoscavid, sorry. Uh, in Moscavid, 2-1 winners on the road in Real Sport Club. Is gone from the competition. Felgatish 1932 versus Faf, a battle of Liga 3 northern sides here in round one. And it is Felgatish 1932, the leaders winning this one after extra time and eliminating Faf. Guadalupe, the Azorian side, hosting the side from Barreiro, the historic Fabril, in other times known as Akuf. Now back to their name, uh, Fabril. They win 1-0 in the Azores over Guadalupe. Academica, uh, 3-0 winners over Unión 19-19. While Paniche win on penalty kicks in an Oest derby uh, over Marinhas. Uh, Paniche advancing there. Flamengos, 2-0 uh, defeat at home to Fontinhas. Another Azorian side there picking up the victory. While Union Lamas would be beaten at home on penalties after a 2-2 draw, it would be 4-2 on penalties for Paredes over Lamas. Limianos from Ponte Lima, way up north, uh, they hosted Verzin. And Limianos, with the upset of the tournament so far, they knock out Verzin. 2-2 is your time after 120 minutes, and it finishes 5-3 on penalties to Limianos. That was round one. We move to round two now. A bunch of new names are going to come in because a whole slew of teams got round got drew buys into the round into the second round, and second division teams also enter here in the second round. So um, there's no result here for Luzens and Kamasha. It looks like the Madeira side were just awarded the victory. Perhaps this was a forfeit. Kamasha is highlighted as having advanced despite there being no score. Uh, Felgatish 4-0 winners over Limianus. Um, so the dream ends for the side from Ponta Lima playing for the first time this season in uh, in the Campeonato Nacional de Portugal in the CNS. Uh, Académica 3-2 winners over uh, Oliveira do Hospital. The second time those sides faced off this season. And these matches were played on the 27th of, of September last weekend. Canelas 5-0 victors over Fontinhas from the Azores. Paredes 5-1 winners over Florgrad. While Sintrens traveled to Alentejo and beat Juventude Evra 2-1 on the road. Athletic Club Portugal beats Alverca in a Liga 3 South section derby. 0-0 was your score after 90 and 120 minutes. And then on penalties, 4-2 to Athletic Club Portugal. Vianense, for all their struggles in the league, remain alive in the cup. They beat Vitoria Sarnache 3-0 on the road. Lusitano de Evra beaten by Sporting de Covilhã after a 0-0 draw. It was 3-2 on penalties to Covilhã. Mortagua beats Amora 2-1 and sends Amora out of the competition while Tondela from the 2nd Division uh, make easy work of Sporting Pumbal 5-0 uh, in that one. Befica Castelbranco hang tough with the 2nd Division side. Uh, Oliveirense it finishes 1-1 after 90 and after 120, but it finishes 7-6 on penalties to Union Sportive Oliveirense. Primeiro de Zembro beats Passos de Ferreira 1-0 after extra time. That is an upset as uh, the side from the bottom of Liga 3 right now beat the second division side Passos de Ferreira in an upset here at home. 1-0 as we said after extra time. Salgueiro's run ends in round 2. They lose to Santa Maria FC 1-0 at home. Ribeirão's run ends as well as Azorian side Santa Clara from the second division go in and win 3-0 comfortably. Dumiense 
CJP2 uh, must be a fused club between two two clubs. They win 4-3 after extra time over Santaray, while Moshkavid will win 3-1 over Uj Sandinesh on the road, no less. Alkidon da Serra lose at home 3-1 to Associação Desportiva de Marco, 9 Mafra from the second division go and beat Gafetense. 5-0. Britu beaten at home by Ferenc, another second division club. 2-0 in that one. Serpa beat Govea 2-1. Union Tomar beaten 2-1 by Peru Pinheiro. The dream continues for Peru Pinheiro. Athletic Malveira travel to Atletico dos Arcos. And Athletic, and sorry, yeah, Athletic Malveira win 4-3 on penalty over Atlético dos Arcos. Of course, Atlético dos Arcos is the home team of PortugueseSoccer.com legend uh, John Neves. Okay, he, this is his local club, his club that he follows, his club that he supports, his club that he loves. He's exci- He was excited to see them in the Taça this year, but really heartbroken that they failed to, to be promoted to the CNS to the fourth level. And their Tasa run ends at the first hurdle, unfortunately, as Athletic Malveira win in uh, penalty kicks. Their Tirsens from Santo Tirso will win 3-1 on the road at Lamelas. Pedro Grão would lose 12-0 at home to second division side Union Duleria. Valadares Gaia and Penafiel couldn't settle it in 120 minutes. It was 1-1. So it goes to penalties like so many of these matches. And Penafiel win 4-2 on penalties. Montalegre travel to the Oeste. It is the Trasmontanos taking on Peniche. And that little bit of Portugal that just sticks out in the Oeste, of course. Always foggy in the Oeste. Uh, every morning, I think, is foggy there. Of course, very close to where my father is from. Um, and the Trashmontanus take care of business, but only by the slightest of margins here. As uh, it finishes 2-2. And then Montalegre win 5-4 on penalties. Amarant 2-0 winners over Sertanense. While Vitoria Football Club, historic Vitoria, Stubal, past winners of this competition, travel to São João de Madeira, and the 4th Division side beat the Liga 3 side 1-0. Mirandela, 3-0 winners over Barreirense in Barreiro, while Quarteirense Sad were beaten 1-0 by the last year's Liga 3 finalist and runner-up Bolanenses. Lusitania Lorosa's run ends at home here in round number 2. They're beaten by Academic de Viseu 2-1 to the second division side. Vila Meian would win 3-0 at Castrenense, while Moncarpachense would win 6-2 at home over Union Michelense. So the Algarvians beat the Azorians there 6-2 in that one. Lusitania dos Açores, 1-0 winners over Maria Valles. Maria Valles, I think is how you say it. Maria Alves, sorry, Maria Alves. There we go. I have to practice my Portuguese a little bit more. Lusitana dos Açores, which I'm going to talk about them. They they won the lottery along with a couple other teams in the third round draw, and they put themselves in that position, winning this one 1 0 over Maria Alves. Maria Alves. Maria Alves. Oh, man. I apologize. It's late. Chabot Peixe, 3 2 winners over Oliveira do Douro. And Vilar de Perdiz, 5-1 winners over Vasco de Gama de Vidigueira. And Vilar de Perdiz, also lottery winners for round three. I'll explain in a moment. Back to Lisbon, historical side. Oriental hosting Torreense from Torres Vedras. Very uh, close proximity to each other. And Torres Vedras side, Torreense, excuse me, um, would go into East, East Lisbon and beat Oriental 1-0. Trofens knocked out the Liga 3 side, locked out by Pedivai 1-0 after extra time. Lank Villaverdense, uh, our third place finisher from last season, they win 5-0 on the road at Ponte. Porto Santense versus Nacional. It is a Madeira derby in round two of the Portuguese Cup. And Porto Santense hangs with them, but the second division side uh, eventually do pull through. It finishes Porto Santense 2, Nacional 4, Tosha 2, Rebordosa 4 as well. Uelvej, oh, Elvej, I think is how you pronounce it. Another Alentejano side 
one and nil winner over Union Sportive Lanezes and Oelvish will advance. Loletanu hosting AVS. I can't say Avj, that's not their name. Oh, what a mess that is. I'm sorry, Avj Sad. But Avj Sad win 1 0 on the road. Saint Jean Ved, a uh, team we got to know last season. They're beaten 1 0 at home by Leixões, by the second division side from Matuzinus and Fabril Barreiro. The historic side, as I said, hosting Maritimo from the second division. And the Madarans go in there and make quick work of the amateurs. It finishes Fabrio 1, Maritimo 3. All right. Here is your draw. Here are your matchups for round three in the Portuguese Cup. Set to kick off on the 19th of October. Okay. And it starts in Terceira on the beautiful island of Terceira in Angra do Rismo. And it is Lusitania dos Açores hosting none other than Sport Lisboa Benfica. Can't wait for this one. I hope it's played at the João Paulo II Stadium in Angra. It should be. I've looked at it on Google Maps. I know that that uh, Lusitania hasn't played there a lot, and there's there's multiple reports as to why. Conflicting reports, I should say, as to why that is. Uh, anyhow. Yeah, this game needs to be played on Terceira. You cannot play it in São Miguel. That isn't fair. If you're expecting fans from Terceira to to follow, be able to travel to their team, quote-unquote, home game, it'd be easier, put it this way, the way travel from island to island is, it'd be easier to go from Terceira to Lisboa than it would be to go from Terceira to São Miguel, at least for the amount of people that you would be trying to move. So this match cannot be played anywhere but in Terceira, it has to be in Terceira and only in Terceira. It's Lusitania versus Benfica. This is going to be fun. All right, on the 21st of October now. So it looks like this is... Actually, I got to talk about this for a second because the 19th is a Thursday. Come on, do better. I know Benfica... Listen, this is a Benfica feed. This is this podcast is listened to by Benfica fans. And I understand Benfica have a Champions League match against Real Sociedad on the following Tuesday. They can play on Friday. I know it's a little extra travel, but this really makes it difficult for, again, and I think about these people because they surround me. Those from Terceira here in the United States, for example, that want to go to Terceira and see Benfica in Terceira. You make it impossible for fans to travel to matches. Why is Portuguese football so backwards? Why are they in the Stone Age about these things? I'll leave it at that. This isn't the platform for this. Lusitania versus Benfica Thursday, the 19th. I just realized that the 19th is a Thursday because the next match doesn't kick off till Saturday, the 21st. Vilar de Perdiz, remember I said they also won the lottery? Well, they drew Football Clube do Porto, which is a fantastic uh, draw for them to go to their stadium and to obviously this is a major, major um, this is a major financial gain for these teams. I know sometimes people think that these small teams want to keep drawing small teams and keep advancing, but the truth is they want to play the big boys. They want the big money that comes with that because that these clubs live and die month to month. I'm telling you, th- this changes everything. It's a game changer when you bring Benfica or you bring Porto to your home stadium. Also, Braga playing um, the same role as Benfica and Porto here as they're going to travel to Ribordosa for their match here in round three while Sporting will play against Olivais and Moscavid. Sportive Olivais and Moscavid is the name of the club. Uh, they also win the lottery here as they will host Sporting. Now I use that word host loosely because Cabine Sportiva already reported today that, uh, and I'm saying today at the time of recording, so Thursday night, they reported that that match will be played either at the Jamur, hopefully not anything but that, because an empty Jamur sucks. A Jamur for the cup final is is great. It's not great pretty much any other time. Um or they could play in Amadora. Uh, I, I think Amadora may be a better a better spot to Hubuleta. But uh, Moscovid is now in the search for a home pitch that's up to standard for that match. Anyhow, that's still, regardless, this is going to be the moment 
and the match of a lifetime for these amateur players. They are a team from the Lisboa District League. So, um, yeah, this is a moment to be to be savored, to be cherished. They're going to play on TV. I mean, they're going to play around. They're going to be on television going around the world uh, for this match. So, I, I'm sure they are very, very excited with that. Athletic Malveira hosting Associação Desportiva Marco 09. And um, then on the 22nd, on Sunday, the majority of the matches will be played on that day. Mafra hosting Ferenc, Piro Pinheiro hosting Serpa, Dumiens hosting AVS, Oelvish hosting Tircense, Nacional hosting Mirandela, Montalegre getting their first, finally in the third round, getting a home game here. They host Pevidain, Penafiel hosting Santa Maria, Santa Clara hosting Vianense, Leixões hosting Vitoria Stuval. Maritimo hosting Mortagua. Camacha hosting Famalicão. That's a big game. I know a lot of you have told me, uh, a lot of you listeners have told me how you feel about Camacha, how much that club means to you. Um, and you've all told me that if I'm ever in Madeira, I have to check out a Camacha match. If I'm ever in Madeira, I will check out a Camacha match. They're hosting Famalicão. Amarante hosting Académica. Paredes hosting Moreirense. Lanca Villaverdense hosting Farense. Union Sportive Oliveirense hosting Boa Vista, the until this past week league leaders, until recently leaders in the first division. Athletic Club Portugal hosting Vizela at the Tapadinha. Felgueiras hosting Aroca, while Sporting Covilhã hosts Portimonense. Moncarapachense hosting Vitoria Guimarães. That's a nice away day for the Vitorianos as uh, they'll travel all the way to Algarve to face Mon- Moncarapachense. Sintrense hosting Estoril, Tondela hosting 1 de Dezembro, Académico de Viseu hosting União de Leiria, the defending uh, Liga 3 champions, Bulanenses hosting Gil Vicente, Torreense hosting Rio Ave, Rabo Peixe hosting Casa Pia in São Miguel, that is a big one as well, Canelas hosting uh, Chaves in a northern a battle of two northern towns, and Vila Meia will host Estrela Amadora. That is your round three draw, and that is your episode 17 of Liga 3 English. Hope you don't mind the TASA coverage, but that's where it stands now. Plenty of football to watch this weekend. There's the Clásico, which is tonight by the time the first of you are listening. By the time many of you listen, it's probably in the past tense already. But make sure whatever you do, you enjoy your football this weekend. There's so much to enjoy. I will catch you next time here on the feed. All right. Thanks for listening. This is the Mr. Mike Agustinio signing off for Liga Tradition English, episode 17. I'll see you next time here on the Mr. Benfica podcast feed. We got something.